Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Luncheon with Lisa. We have finally come to the end of the month. <laughs> and I am absolutely exhausted. Um, it seems like we just kind of skipped right through April and May so quick um, that we could use a little rest. But I'm excited because we're ending this month in a wonderful way. So I think I kicked things off in the month of May, um, expressing that this was about moms because we're celebrating Mother's Day in May. Um, and we've had some wonderful guests to come on throughout the month of May. We had the um, Step Into Leadership Greatness um, co-authors and visionary and forward author all come and visit us. They're also part of um, Dove Sound Magazine's May and um, April issue. Um, so we're excited for them. But we decided to end this month with um, a special guest. So before we introduce her and get to talking about how she, um, how mothers and uh, Dr. Tashika actually connect, <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you about that. But we first want to tell you about um, DSM Media, Dove Style Magazine, and a few other things I wanted to just um, share about what's going on. So DSM Media is actually the um, background production for several shows. We have a show lineup. We start off on Tuesdays with Upfront Mind, Body, and Soul with host Michelle Bolden-Hammond um, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesdays. And then we have Luncheon with Lisa on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we also have Moms We See You talk show that comes on on Saturdays at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So we want you to continue to tune into these shows, check out their awesome, amazing guests. Um, all of these platforms do some wonderful things in the community. The guests are amazing. Um, so please continue to, um, to tune in and check out DSM Media if you're thinking about doing something like this where we can possibly help you out. Also wanted to shout out uh, Dove Style Magazine. We are celebrating 10 years this year. Um, so we'll be having an award show called Hidden Treasure Award. So we're putting together some details with this. It's going to be in November, December this year, but it's going to be to highlight those that sometimes you rarely see, um, but just kind of shine a light on some what I like to call hidden treasures. Um, I also want to encourage you all that you can actually get ad space in Dove Style Magazine. So hit us up. We have some ad space available. Um, and so you can visit www.dovestylemagazine.org um, and check out the articles. Um, and we'll share a little bit about how our guest is connected to Dove Style Magazine too this month. Um, but I also wanted to, for your, those of um, you who know, I kind of been shouting out my sister all month because she's been running a campaign for um, Gwinnett County. She's um, going for the state court judge position. Um, so we were up all night on the 24th and um, it's a runoff. So she is still in the game. It was a close race. We were so excited. We we're checking CNN and all these different stations and stuff, but she has been putting in some wonderful wonderful time. She's got some wonderful endorsements for her. So please continue if you're in that area. Um, now it's down to her and another um, candidate. Um, so we're hoping to push her through. Um, this would be an amazing feat, but we're so proud of her. Um, so I think June is when they'll have the second election. But um, yeah, it's a runoff. So she's still in the game. Um, so keep going, Erica. We are still cheering for you. Um, I can't remember if there's anything else that's going on. We had a lot of wonderful events that happened in April and May. Um, I did want to remind everybody that in January, I celebrated a year since I released my When Gigi Meets Cam, which is the first book of my children's um, children's book series, Cam Capers. And I have about three others that I'm trying to put out. Also a children's book. Um, coloring book. Um, but um, I'm excited about possibly releasing all three of those this year. So stay tuned um, and go check it out. Get you a copy. And I also released, I was the co-author of Step Into Leadership Greatness with visionary um, Dr. Jennifer Jones Bryant. Um, a wonderful, wonderful experience. I had a great time. I've actually opened up a new door. I didn't even realize that I was um, a leader. Um, but now this experience, I kind of opened my eyes to some things and I have books, um, that came in the mail recently. So please, if you want a copy from me, please hit me up, um, and I'll get you a copy. So I'm, a, I'm proud about that, um, 
So without further ado, I wanted to introduce you to our guest, um, whether it's educational organizations, corporate communities of faith, or a one-on-one -on -one connection, Dr. Green's authentic, powerful, and captivating message plants seeds of hope and return harvest and new beginning. With over 20 years of experience as an educator and viewing leadership, not as a title or position, but a calling with the greater purpose is allows Dr. Green to birth to everything there is a season ink um, comprising of the following, the Deborah C. Offer Bulgin Business and Leadership Development Institute to everything there is a season publishing, the Deborah C. Offer Bulgin Memorial Foundation, Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence Awards, Signature by William Green, and I Am a QT Queen in Training, serving as the founder, president, and chief executive officer officer her focus is on how she can help and make situations better a scholarly and virtuous woman of extraordinary faith vision talents presence and accomplishments have allowed her to obtain a plethora of recognitions and awards dr green is an example of when purpose meets opportunity the results is success I love that I love that I love that so welcome dr green to lunch with Lisa again. Yes, thank you, Lisa. Thank you for having me again. I enjoy coming on your show box at the end. <laughs> Absolutely. So, but but doc, well, Dr. Green is here for a different reason this time. So we've had her on here. Um, and I think we had teachers come on and we talked about the kids going back to school mm -hmm. in the middle of COVID. Really, some really serious situations were going on with nerves and teachers and how are we going to roll this out? And we actually had Dr. Green, Dr. Green come back several times to talk about that. But to, tonight, we have her because I wanted to connect her to Dove Style Magazine. So Dr. Green is on the cover of Dove Style Magazine for the month of May, which I am actually counting as our first cover. Yes, so she is on the first cover because we're going to start to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, keep track of all of our covers. I was on the first one, but that was just to test it out. But she really broke out this cover. It was just fire. I loved it. Thank you so much for agreeing to, you know, do that. And it was to shout out moms. But Dr. Green is actually the Maryland American Mothers Inc. Maryland Mother of the Year 2022. And that's why it was it was perfect to have her on here um, because we're ending this month. We've been celebrating moms. So why not have the mother of the year come on here and talk to us? The other thing about that is that um, and I wanted to actually thank you. Sharon Parker is the president of American Mothers Inc. Maryland chapter um, mm -hmm. and. American Mothers has been doing some wonderful things. And Dr. Tashika has been a part of some amazing projects that have been going on, not just in her business, but with American Mothers, Inc. So, Dr. Tashika, I wanted you to talk to us about how it's been so far carrying the the, the torch of Mother of the Year 2022. <laughs> you know, it's 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 been great. It's been a, it's been such a journey already. I'm just excited when, um, you know, they shared with me that you have been um, nominated that right there. Like, you know, shook me like you've been nominated and then you had to, you know, prepare some things, go through an interview process, all of that. It's just it's just been exciting. It's been exciting. And it really lets me know that not only am I going out letting others know, Mom, we see you. It's letting others say to me the same thing. Mom, we see you. And so I'm very grateful to that and just going along this journey of just continuing to, you know, magnify the platform that I already have even more to let moms know we see you, we celebrate you, we honor you, we salute you, we have resources for you. And that's what we've been doing. And so um, since um, starting, you know, um, we had the celebration in, Mar in, in uh, March mm -hmm. and then in April, um, we had an autism uh, acceptance um, seminar workshop. Um, because one of the research behind it is that there are a lot of moms who suffer in silence. Mm -hmm. And they suffer in silence in so many different aspects that we don't even know about. And so children with um, exceptionalities and, and, and special gifts is what I love to call it, rather than a disability, that the moms go through a lot. And we wanted the moms to know in, uh, in, in April that we see them, we're here for them, provide them resources. Then in May, um, I connected with um, DSO Media and we collaborated 
and we did the Mommy and Me virtual tea, which was a wonderful event. Um, and we celebrated, you know, motherhood and also looked at um, so many different ways as mothers that we need to really prioritize ourselves, take care of ourselves, as well as we're um, doing the things that we need for our family. And yes. then, of course, we have other things coming up, but the whole platform is just to, you know, encourage, to inspire, to empower moms, to let them know that we are here for you. We, we see you. We have the resources that you need. And so that has been such a blessing um, because I always tell people that, you know, before any assignment that I do, it's always that my purpose is to serve. And mm -hmm. so whatever capacity I can do that in, I do that to the fullest. Absolutely. And the timing couldn't have been more perfect um, because, yes, I, I don't know if you caught that she is the host of Moms We See You that comes on on Saturdays. So it was just perfect. Everything just kind of aligned itself. So her being mother of the year was like, of course, I mean, <laughs> you have a show that's called Moms We See You. It's like, how perfect is that? Um, and you've worn that title so well um, and represented in a wonderful way. I know Sharon mentioned that you um, did an awesome job at the 87th National Convention that was in April. Um, and yeah, you've touched on some really important um, issues with moms because you mentioned something about um, moms just going through it. And sometimes we're not seen, we're not heard because the assumption is that we got it. We, we got it going on. We good. We don't need no help. We so used to having octopus, octopus hands and, and having our hands and everything and just making it happen that sometimes people forget that we need, you know, we, we need somebody to talk to sometimes. We need some help. Um, so um, first of all, I want to say congratulations and thank you. Um, and I too have watched, you know, every platform you have sat on, you just speak fire. Um, it, you really do. And it's so natural for you because I know it's coming from the heart. Um, so I did want to say that to you because I was excited that I was going to have you on here. Um, just because what whatever you say is so moving, it's so inspiring. And I wanted you to talk to us a little bit about some of the other things you do on your personal platforms as well. Because I think it, it all connects to you holding this title of, of um, you know, Mother of the Year. Um, it just kind of shows why you were actually nominated and why you actually are Mother of the Year. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So um, thank you so much, Lisa. I appreciate all that you have said. And, you know, one thing about me, I said, I always move in humility and walk in, 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 in silence because that's what it's about. It's not about to speak a green at all. It's all about what God has called me to do. And so, you know, when you say I speak, you know, inspire. First of all, the, the, um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, right? And so the thing is that I always want to be found pleasing God. It's not about pleasing man. It's not about pleasing anybody else but God. And so I just want to be loyal to that assignment and always found doing his will. And so with that being said, you know, the platform that I have to everything there's a season was birthed out of the death of my mom. And I always say my mom had to die so that I could live because before that I was just ordinary. I was showing up at my um, my school. I was an elementary principal um, and I was showing up every day, just wanted to be the best principal for my students, for my teachers, for my school community. That's all I, that's all I knew. That's all I knew. And then when my mom passed away, I, it, it was so much more in me that needed to come out of me, but it was because she had prepared me and right. so she had prepared me to walk in that aspect of the work that I'm doing in today, as well as the, um, the path that I had to take to get to where I needed to be. And it was not, you know, the, I would always say a path that many people travel, right? So you think mm -hmm. about when we have these roads that it's the road less traveled. The only person been down the road is God. He's already ordered and charted it. We just have to follow it and just trust the, the, the path that he's already laid. And so with that being said, um, at the beginning, when you said, I like that, when preparation of purpose meets opportunity, it results into success. And that's really what it was all about, purpose and preparation. And when opportunity came, then it resulted in this, this success that was given by the Lord. And so with that being said, I have to everything there is a season. Mm -hmm. um, under that platform, I have many different pillars. So I have to everything there is a season, learning academy, um, coaching and consulting. And so that really focuses on the whole educational 
realm of um, of what I do when I coach and consult with different um, school districts and organizations at higher level education. We have um, to everything. There's a season, the Depercy Offer Business and Leadership Institute, where I do a lot of work where it comes to leadership and that personal professional development. And then I also have um, the pillar of the Depercy Offer Fulgen Foundation, where we do each year give out a monetary donation to a student going to a four-year college. So that should be coming That's up awesome. soon. Um, and then the next um, aspect we have is the Women of Virtue Walking in Excellence. And so with that platform, we give an award to a woman in honor of my mom's name one that has impacted and influenced the community in such a, um, a a big way. And then each year I also do one anthology. I don't do a, a multiple. I just do this one anthology of the women in virtue walking in excellence, inspirational stories of character, wisdom, courage, and strength. And so th that's a lot of the different things that I do. Um, and I, again, I'm just very grateful um, to have the, the, the opportunity to do these things, to always persevere to give back. And I see Sharifa say busy woman. But you know what I say, Sharifa? We are not busy. We are purposeful and intentional. And so everything that I do it has to be connected to purpose because, you know, when you, I think I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, when you look at the aspects of life and aspects of purpose, it's supposed to produce. It's mm -hmm. supposed to energize. It's supposed to not only produce, but supposed to reproduce. Because what you do should be able to be reproduced in some you has to be connected to purpose and intention. And I've learned that, Lisa, because when I started saying yes to things that I wasn't supposed to say yes to, yeah. it started to suck the life out of me. And that's not what life and purpose is supposed to do. It's supposed, it, it, it started to make me second guess who I, who I am. It, it's, it tried, but it didn't. It tried to make me compromise and conform. And that's not going to happen. You know, so right. with that being said, when I started to say yes and yes and yes, and I realized it wasn't connected to purpose and intentional, I started to lose sight of mm -hmm. what it is that God really had for me to do. And God will, he'll have his way in his say that he will violently interrupt your plans because oh, yes. it's going to prevail. Exactly. And so I always say, when you learn the lesson, you got to teach the principles and I'll need to be taught <laughs> some lessons. I don't want to be taught again. I'm just saying. <laughs> I know that. Well, and I, and I like that because um, I think sometimes we do say yes out of, um, I don't know. You just feel like you're responsible. You got to say, you don't want to tell people no. There are all kinds of reasons that we say yes. And as I've um, gotten into even more of the businesses that I do, I'm realizing that sometimes we are saying yes to things that we just didn't think about it. But, you know, you don't want to let people down. You want to be there for them because you want to support them. Um, but sometimes there's other ways to support people besides the yes, whether it's I can't be there in person, but let me, you know, do this you know, a donation or whatever it is, as opposed to building up your whole schedule. I noticed um, this year, I mean, this, this the last two months, I think I said yes to a whole lot of things. And then I was like, okay, Lisa, you got to slow down though. Cause if you burn yourself out, you can't be your best at all those yeses. Um, so I love what you were saying about your yes has to be purposeful. It has to be a, a specific reason that you're saying yes. Um, Mm -hmm. the, instead of just blanketly saying yes to everything. I'm getting better with yes. um So the reminder is wonderful. Um, I wanted to thank um, Maria for tuning in. Um, so you all just, uh, Maria was actually the mother of the year for, so here, this is true support. Maria was actually mother of the year last year. Yes, so we got are. the mothers of the year showing up. Um, but yes, um, Sharon is actually, Sharon, please, and and. Dr. Tashika, if you know, please give the information on how you can join American Mothers and support and be a part of the organization. Sharon is the president. Um, it's at www.americanmothers.org um, and, ch and check out some of the past moms, um, mothers of the year. Um, check out some of the things that mother um, American Mothers is doing. So Dr. Tashika, can you share with us? Um, well, let me point this out. Dr. Tashika had, didn't mention all the things that she's tapped into because you held some events that had to do with um, health and wellness. Um, so tell us a little bit about that because you've done some amazing things with that. Yes, Lisa, thank you uh, for reminding me. <laughs> How can I forget as I am juicing the next couple of days? 
So yeah, so I do I do a lot of um of support when it comes to a healthy lifestyle. Um, a healthy inside will manifest a healthy outside. And um, I started that journey in 2018 uh, when I was um, was you know I was at my largest weight. I was um, 280 um, plus pounds. I um, had just been eliminated from my executive level position. I resorted to just you know eating, and so I started to gain more weight. I went to the doctors, and when I went to the doctors, you know at that time I was on four hypertensive medicines pre-diabetes, pre-high cholesterol, all of that stuff that goes on when you go get a checkup and you don't want that stuff to be said to you, all of that happened. And so with that being said, when I looked at everything, you know, I I said, you know what, I I need to do better. I need to do better because at that time in 2018, four years ago, my son was five and my daughter was seven and my oldest was 20. And I, you know, and I had been married for 10 years. And I had to ensure that I needed to take good care of myself so that I could be there for my family, so that I could be the woman that God called me be, to be. And when I you know, sat and I reflected on my own self and why I needed to do it, I needed it because I needed to get better. I needed right. to be healthy. I needed to be first, my first example, and then an example to my children and everyone else. And so with that being said, I went and, and, and I started a plant-based lifestyle. Um, and so um, that started in 2018. I never started to share my story until 2022. And, and, and I didn't, again, going back to walking in humility, movement, silence, because I wasn't doing it for anybody else but me. Right. And I needed right. to make sure that I had the commitment and the consistency that I needed, because that all leads to the results, which yes. you do today will lead to your results tomorrow. And it wasn't for anybody else. And so um, as I had this, um, I was going through this transformation. I also had support from Coach Rosalind Law, who actually coached me through the process. And so we've actually collaborated on so many different things. Uh, we do webinars. We did um, a live, um, a, a live, love, a legacy, um, February challenge. Um, Women on the move, get up and move, where we celebrated Women's History Month, and we had a Zumba event, and even this um, Saturday. And I'll make sure I'll post that to my page so everyone can see. Um, Coach Roz is having a walk on Saturday morning as well that you could do. So anything to continue to maintain this healthy life lifestyle. It, it, it wasn't a diet. It was a lifestyle. Right. It wasn't a plan. It was a lifestyle. It wasn't a fad. It was a lifestyle change. And because you know what, Lisa? I said to myself, if I had continued to do all of the things, Weight Watchers, Ketos, um, Atkins, you name it, all of those, I still didn't have the discipline I needed. Right. I wasn't consistent. I wasn't committed. And the best part of it, I didn't learn. Like I'm learning like what I'm eating, you know, what I shouldn't be eating. I'm reading the labels and know exactly what it is. I know when my body needs to be detoxed and I need to do juicing for three days, right? I, and eat raw. Like I know this and I know that about myself. And so I'm just grateful um, that, you know, everything I say is, is an experience that we have to go through so that we can help others. And so that experience has helped me. And I'm grateful because I always say God is a healer, but he gives you wisdom and yeah. he gives you wise counsel. And so Coach Ross is my wise counsel and he gave me wisdom around the things that I want. So because of the healing that God has done, I no longer take hypertension medicines, not high you know, cholesterol, none of those things. And so I'm very grateful and thankful. Yeah. You have, look, you have motivated me, Um, but you're right. It, it all has to, you can know all, and I think we talked a little bit about this. You can know all the things you're supposed to do. I mean, think how many things that we know better. We know what we're supposed to do, but if you don't have that motivation and determination to make it happen, then you just... <laughs> That's that's all you do is know, but you actually put it into action, and I like that you kind of set the example um, for the, just the the determination you've had. Um, I've even reached out to you because I'm like, I gotta get with you to learn more about, you know, whether it's the plant based or just some things that will help me to get motivated. Because I told you I had been in a position where I lost like 51 pounds, mm-hmm. but the difference was that it 
it wasn't I wasn't trying to lose weight. It was for another reason. And that was kind of proof to me that, okay, so my mind wasn't there. I wasn't like intentionally trying to get my life in order. It was just some stuff going on. It brought me to a good place. But the the experience what you tapped into was I learned a lot about my body. Mm -hmm. Um and that was actually motivation as I started to learn what makes my body do this and what mm -hmm. makes me feel this way. Um, it really was a motivation because once you learn better, you're just kind of like, oh, I know what that is. I know if I've had too much of this, I know what that is. Mm -hmm. um, so um, you're motivating me. So please keep going um, because I think you're helping a lot of people um, and you do it in a way that's so graceful. Um, so it's not like a look at me kind of thing. It's just kind of like, I just want to share what I learned and, you know, find your space in that, you know, you don't have to do it exactly how I did it, but it's the determination that motivates me. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, showing us that you can do this. Um, cause I'm, I'm, I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm still pushing. Yes, um, you are. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I'm coming. I want to keep running after this grandbaby of mine. So I got to get it together. Um, but I wanted to take a commercial break and then come back and talk more about um, what you envision for doing with American mothers as mama. Uh, I keep saying mama. I'm so used to the mom who see you. Um, but as mother of the year 2022, what do you envision um, coming up um, with the organization? So um, we're going to take a commercial break and we'll be right back. <laughs> So we are back and we are ending on Luncheon with Lisa, the month of May, um, talking with the um, American Mothers, Inc., Mother, Maryland Mother of the Year 2022, Dr. Tashika Green. Um, so, Dr. Tashika, tell us a little bit about what you envision the rest of this journey as Mother of the Year. Do you all have some exciting events coming up? What's going on? Yeah, so we're ready to embark upon the summer, of course. And we already know that, you know, June, July, August, that the children are home with their families and their moms in particular. And so we're always trying to ensure not only that our children, one, let's first thing, make sure that they're safe in the mm -hmm. summertime, that they're taken well care of, but also to continue that learning. Um, as an educator, um, you know, research that children lose at least 20 to 30 percent during the summertime of the learning and continue to, you know, be mindful that, you know, because of COVID, there has been some learning loss. And so okay. now we're trying to accelerate learning for the children. And so there will be some um, uh, some um, events that will allow the parents to do just that as it relates to that. And so as we are planning, we're really going to look at how can we continue to empower moms, and, you know, and make sure that this, their children are getting the tools that they need throughout the summer and then, of course, as we ready to get back to school, there's some back to school resources for them. And then our, and then at, towards the end of the year, as we get into our holidays of making sure that we're serving our communities through whatever aspect that we can. So I'm excited about that um, each month, you know, doing something that for the whole family um, right. it, with the, the Maryland American Mothers um, Inc. Yeah. Yes. And you all um, will continue to put the um, the. Um email address, I think, or the website um, address. So you can think about becoming a member, joining one of the meetings and seeing what it's about. But there, a Maryland Mothers um, 
Maryland, uh, it was an American Mothers Maryland chapter is really making an impact on the community. So I really want um, you all to check it out. I think Sharon said mothers from around the country are hurting due to senseless violence. Um, and, you know, we've gone through some things um, in the last couple of days that is just kind of a reminder that we we got we got work to do. Um, on a huge level, we got work to do. Um, so, and prayers out to um, Texas and, and the incident that happened the other day. Um, because when you think about it, moms are so important um, on so many levels. Um, and we do, I love the fact that we're going to talk about your show because um, the fact that you're pointing out that moms, we see you. Because a lot of times, like I said, we get lost in the mix because we just do what comes, you know, what's necessary. It's like, we don't even think about the things. Moms just jump in, do what they got to do. You got to take care of the kids. And we don't think about resting. But I like the fact, Dr. Tashika, that we've even had conversations where part of your conversation always includes some kind of self-care. Mm -hmm. um, because we have to take care of ourselves in order to be able to take care of everybody else. And that's, to me, what part of your show is. So tell us a little bit about Moms We See You mm -hmm. and shout out to Jacqueline Griffin, who's your co-host. <laughs> yeah, so I want to tell you about Moms We See You, but I want to go back to um, that the question that Sharon had in the post as well. Okay. But um, let's talk about Moms We See You first. So Moms We See You um, is a platform that um, Jacqueline Griffin, and she is the uh, mom of um, Robert Griffin III, former NFL player for the uh, Washington Commanders now, but former Washington Redskins, and the Ravens, Baltimore Ravens. And so she is also the president of Moms Motivating Mom and also the RG3 Foundation. And so we connected back in um, 2020 and so I actually was just getting on during that time when the pandemic hit in March of 2020 and, you know, everybody, they, they were home with their, their parents and doing virtual learning. I just started getting on each week and just started, you know, sharing some resources and some support. And um, at the time, it was a second edition because my daughter and I had wrote this book back in 2018, pre-COVID. Um, and it was so purposeful it was also tips for a successful school year and we added uh, onto it and to keep the learning going at home okay so, so it was a second edition of the book and so just sharing these resources having some platforms and so you know um jacqueline saw um the work that i was, do was doing and we had already knew each other um, because of women of virtue and she said hey let's collaborate and co-labor and let's do something where we can really help moms around the world and so that's when we started Moms We See You, a show for moms, by moms, and about moms, where we give you the resources you need to be the best you. And so we're on every week, um, Saturdays at 10 a.m., and we are produced by DSM Media. We're so grateful for that. Alicia <laughs> Jeff Washington and Sharifa Smith, and they have just made our platform even the more um, excellent. And so we come on every week. We have some guests. And so... Tune in, tune in. And if we're not there each week, catch a replay because trust me, right. it's worthy of watching. And so Absolutely. we are grateful. We're very grateful to have that platform and just been, you know, highlighted in so many different aspects. And we have some great things coming. So listen, you guys better hold on tight because it's about to get real good this summer. <laughs> we can't look, we can't wait. I'm telling you, if you're looking for a great motivation to get your Saturday started before you go out there and run your errands, tuning in to Moms We See You at 10 o'clock gives you you know, that that push before you go out, because every time we watch and, and Sharifa, I do get a front row seat because we're behind the scenes, but we are taking notes and everything. So come with your pen and pad when you come, because she has some amazing guests. But back to, um, you know, Sharon's um, question mm -hmm. uh, and Sharon was asking um, for mothers around the, um, the country who are hurting. Um, what words of encouragement do you have to uplift mothers as we try to get through these issues that we're having? Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, when, when the event, in particular, uh, what happened in um, Texas, when the event hit, I was just very silent. Um, yeah. I took it all in. I, I, I was hurting. Um, I was aching. Um, it, it was heavy um, and everything. And, the, you know, not just coming from the aspect of a mother of mm -hmm. two school age children, but also a former elementary school principal. Right. You, you, I don't, you know, I always used to say, Lisa, don't never say you understand until you really understand. Right. 
And so every day as a principal, I would go into my building every day. It was an 86,000 square foot building, two stories, I had 750 kids, and I had six doors where people could enter and exit, right? Every day when I went to that to that, that school, my, I, my party wasn't about, are the kids learning today? It was about making sure that they were safe, right? Making sure that they were safe, making sure that they were secure, that they come in safely, that they remain safely, that they exit safely and they give back. That was my prayer every day. Like I was accounted for all, not just my children, the two, but I was accounted for 750, so 752. And so when I saw that and I heard it, my heart starts to ache, not just mm -hmm. for the, the mom, but also the educators and the principals that each day you go and you show up and you just want to make sure that these kids are safe and that they're in this learning was second for me. And so when I when I saw that and the first thing that I, that I thought of, honestly, Sharon, and to tell you is that what are we called to do? Like going back to that whole calling, like right now. As moms, we need to hold each other up. We need to surround ourselves with each other. Pick up the phone. We have gotten so mesmerized with texting and the virtual land and cutting off our cameras. No, pick up the phone, hear somebody's voice so that you can really hear them to say, are you okay? That's right. Provide them the hope that they need. Provide them the inspiration. Don't just say, I'm praying for you. Pick up the phone and actually offer some prayers. Pick up the phone and say, hey, what's your address? I want to send that for you today. I can say all of the encouraging words and all of the lifting things, but guess what? It follows through with action. Yes. What is the action that follows through with your words that really share, show that let someone know that I see you and I care about you and that I'm with you all the way. And so right now, what I say is for us as moms and as women around the, the, the globe that are listening and seeing all of these devastating events that we need to really surround ourselves with each other because you don't know how people are truly feeling and the impact that they have. The, the, the mindset, I was watching the news today, Lisa, and it was about um, this group, I cannot remember, but they were moms that have lost their, their children to gun violence. Mm -hmm. And so what they did was they connected with other moms and they built this platform now. And so they're having this event called um, a prayer breakfast, um, a jazz prayer breakfast. Okay. But what they did was they connected with other moms. They didn't stay alone. They didn't suffer like we said in silence. They didn't, you know, withdraw themselves. They didn't do that. They connected with other people because that is the bond that's going to keep us. The love that we have for each other, the the, 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 love, the light that we have for each other. And so that's what I want to encourage moms that are listening today with all that's going around us, that when you feel like, you know what, I can't drop my child off at school today, mm. or I don't feel like it, have the courage to know that somebody's praying for you and your child. And if you need somebody to pray for you and your child, call me up, okay? one 866 what is it? 475-3178. Put, right. put it in the comment. Call me up. I'm here for you. And I mean that. And I say that that is what we need to do now. The antidote to this is simply that we need to pull together in unity, love, and prayer. We need to pray for our children, pray for our families, pray for administrators, educators, our school community, our leaders that are sitting on Capitol Hill with the mindset that they don't want to change and move, pray, and also go out there and rally around the other moms that are out there. I know they were out there today and wearing red and everything. So go and support, pray for each other, pray for love, peace, comfort, pray for wisdom, pray for change. And most of all, pray for healing for this land. Absolutely. So that's what we need to do. We need to, we need to surround each other in unity and love and in prayer. That's that's everything right there. Um, I just I think about um, because I'm and I am relating this to moms, but I think about the, those moms with the kids. But I think about even the feeling back when COVID was we talked about that when you have to release your children, it already takes something from moms to, to release them um, mm -hmm. during the day. We talk about being a principal and. You want to feel like you're responsible. So I'm even thinking about the teachers and things who felt, you know, will probably feel 
responsible on some level. It's not their fault. But, you know, when you have those kids, I think about being a mom when your kids are younger and their friends are with them. And when they were in my company, they became my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, So if I was dropping everybody off at a party, I went to talk to whoever was the owner of the home and said, these right here belong to me. Um, Because I don't have to just be your, you know, biological mom. But if I'm responsible for you, I don't care how many these are mine right now. So I'm mm-hmm. responsible for these and and the pain that some of these moms are going through and dads too and sisters and brothers and the whole family. Um, this world is just kind of in a in a, a different kind of state. And it just feels like they were getting hit back to back to back to back. We don't get a lot of breathing space. Um, but I like the fact that you say we have to put action to it. If you see something out there, since we like to be on social media, you see something on um, social media where you can show up um, and be a part, let somebody know, hey, I'm here. Um, whether it's a walk, whether it's a visual, what, whatever it is, but um, you don't always have to know, you know, who it is. Go to, I mean, the biggest part about, you know, giving back is go, go to somebody's event who you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and find out, you know, how you can help. Um, what do they need? Um, so I like that you said that this is about action. It's not just about the words um, and picking up that phone. That's a big one. Absolutely. Um, it, it is so, it's it's time for us to show up in yeah. such a greater capacity. Like, it's so much that we all want, and I say this again, we want to accomplish and we want to do, and we want to, you know, magnify and make, you know, things bigger and greater and stuff. But right now, yeah. we are called to do something greater than just ourselves. <laughs> it really is. And we have to do it because if not, we're going to continue to get the same results if we don't show up. Like there's something in you that 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 the world needs. There's something in me that the world needs. There's something in Sharon that the world needs. And look how powerful we will be when we all connect and do that work together. We are the change that we seek. And so we need to get together and connect and be about that change. And just, you know, you know, like like I said, you don't understand until you understand, right? You don't understand until you understand. But we can empathize. We have empathy. And then with empathy is you're moved by compassion and compassion makes you do something. And so we have to do something even you know even i just say even this think about in your community all of the schools that's right in your community mm-hmm. each day if you just stand in, in in prayer for all each of those schools that's just in your community not the whole world just take care of your community and ensure and take care of hers i take care of mine do you know how impactful that would be and so i i'm just you know it, we just really just need to I, I saw it just to be in unity to be in prayer to show up and to take some action. Absolutely. And, and and the thing you mentioned about just checking on folks, because yes. um, this is what May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, and people are, are hurting. And the, the scary part is that people are hurting then don't know that they are. They don't know. But you never know where you touch, you know, you touch somebody's life by picking up the phone and just saying, um, hello, how you doing? Just checking in. I know, to Dr. Shika, you do that. Um, whether it's, you know, just inboxing and just saying, just, just coming through. And I do have a couple of friends who will send a little voice. I haven't learned out how to, I haven't learned how to do this yet. Um, don't judge me y'all, but the leaving the voice message in the, in the messenger, I haven't figured that out yet, but I think it's awesome. Though. I gotta laugh because I just figured it out. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just figured it out, but wait a minute. When I was doing it, I said, and this is Dr. Tashika, period. And you can call me back on my phone, period. And somebody somebody responded back, okay, we're so glad you got it now, but you don't have to say period because you're not doing voice to text. Oh my goodness. So I was like, yeah, I still got to work on it because I well, still thanks for that warning. <laughs> Because when they do it, I'm thinking, this is so cool because sometimes you think, I got to text all this, whatever. But just that one message, you never know how that's going to change somebody, shift somebody's mind that day. Um, And right now, a lot of people are hurting um, for various reasons. Because when the world has been in so much turmoil back to back, you never know what's, you know, the anxiety that you have. You know, not just moms, but everybody. You never know what you're feeling inside because I know there's times when I've had some issues and was probably stressed and had some anxiety, but I didn't think I did. 
um, your body will let you know though. So a lot of times my body kind of shut me down, was like, hey, you need to chill. Or Shariba, she might have been, you know, <laughs> one of those people that shut you down and said you need to sit down. Um, but we gotta look out for each other. We really do. Um and I love everything that you're doing in the community. I know when we first started having, um, you were coming on lunch with Lisa, we talked a lot about the education. Um, so tell us a little bit, because you did homeschooling and you actually um, had some programs with that. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. So I do homeschool my children. So my children, were they were on um, virtual learning uh, from March of 2020. And then when they were to return back to school in January of 2022, um, I decided to keep them on homeschooling from January until we're, we're still homeschooling um, now. And so with that being said, I made that decision. Of course, I was asked, you know, as an educator of 20 years, who had su such an array of experiences, why did you make that decision? And I made that decision because I needed to do what's best for my children. Absolutely. And in that particular moment, uh, my daughter, Michaela, who's considered twice exceptional because she's talented and gifted, and she also has some other health impaired, there weren't some things that were in, needed to be in place for her. Right. Uh, there were some things that not needed to be in place to challenge her as well as to support her. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I looked at that and I said, okay, well, you know, do I send her back and set her up for failure or do I continue to keep this learning going and, and ensure that she becomes, that she's successful? And so that was my decision because it was certain things that wasn't in place for her so that she could get the things that she needed. And so um, we went right in. So January 31st, we started and our day is structured. We start off every morning at 845 with the morning mindfulness where we go through our morning prayer and we do some other things and we always have some morning conversation. And then we get started. We do all of the aspects. We do reading, um, English, language, arts, writing, math, science, social studies. You know, uh, they have reading laws. We conclude with Bible lessons. We, we do it all. It's a structure day that we do it all but although we do it all i also make sure that it meets their needs so what looks what look what it looks like for my son may look very different for my daughter and so i address their learning needs i address their learning styles you know i, I understand the pacing that my son he could finish something you know sooner than my daughter things of that nature so it's it, it's adjusted and differentiated to really meet their needs and also that they can access all of the things that they need and so we have been doing that. I'm excited about that. And so now I, you know, that are homeschooling that would like some support and need some structures and systems and resources um, this summer, um, the week of July 18th, that information will be coming out soon. Um, I will be having the, my virtual um, summer camp again. It's called Get the Facts. F stands for financial literacy, A, arts integration, C, Christian character education, and as Spanish. And so we will be teaching you some Spanish. And it's not just for the children, it's for the entire family. And so, you know, if you can, um, it's going to be, like I said, the week of July 18th, 12 to 2. And so each day will be a different session. So you can join, you know, if you want to join the Spanish one, you can. You want to join the financial literacy one, you can. Um, it's all up to you. So that information will be coming out soon. And I hope everybody will be able to join. Yes, because I was getting ready to say, I said she not only does the homeschooling, but she actually shares her tips. And you have some amazing ideas on how to, I don't, I don't she manages it all, but um, you have some just creative ways to, you keep them engaged. Um, and I like the fact that you're actually sharing this with other moms and people who, you know, like, okay, Dr. Chica, you, I mean, you, you're doing this, so show me how to do it. And, yes, that, yes. and I think it's on the, so one thing we do is field trip Fridays, right? So field okay. trip Fridays. And so that's when they get to, you know, basically decide where we want to go for the field trip. My daughter always wants to go to Barnes and Nobles and my son is just not feeling that. He was like, <laughs> how many books can you have? And then he also said, and why do you go to the same section, right? In the bookstore. So tomorrow's field trip Fridays, but guess what? We're going to the doctors because they need to get physical. <laughs> So we're going to make this all work and then we're going to, you know, get something for lunch. And then also we are going to go to the bookstore, but actually we're going to go to the library tomorrow. Okay. Um, because, you know, we go to the bookstore all the time, but we really haven't been to the library much. And so we're going to go to the library. And in one part of the library, they actually have books that you can purchase and they're cheaper than Barnes and Noble. So I'm just saying. So right. tomorrow is Field Trip Friday. And so we do things like that, even like this, um, this month. Um, they have been creating their own video game. And so they've been creating their own video game this month. They, they have to do 
the narrative, the characters, the music, everything. So they're doing oh, wow. that. And then, of course, we're doing some a science exploration. Um, and so my son is all into the airplanes and, and things, and my daughter's into mutination. And so, so whatever, you know, it all works. But, but again, tapping into their diverse, their diverse um, learning right. skills, their needs, their, things of that nature. So um, we've been doing a lot of that as well as celebrating um, Asian, Asian heritage. Yes. This month as well. Because May is right. You're right. Um, exactly. So studying a lot about Japan, Tokyo, Thailand. Um, I mean, they say things that Lisa sometimes are like, who told you that? So yesterday they were listening to the news about Johnny Depp and all this stuff because that's all we hear, right? And so they started asking me questions and I'm, you know, I'm going to answer because that's how we learn. You know, so often we that's try great. to, you know, stay out of grown folks' business, which is true. Some things they should not, but that's how they learn. That's how they learn vocabulary. That's how they learn. And so we started talking. And so, of course, I used to worry, you know, she's suing him or he's suing him for defamation of character. And so, of course, I had to, def I was ready to go like to that. defamation of character, but my nine-year-old goes, oh, you mean like slander? And I'm like, <laughs> What does that mean? Because I don't know. So he started telling me what slander meant. But that's a part of the learning, right? That's a part of the learning. And so I, I'm very grateful because we do maximize every opportunity to ensure that they're learning and that, you know, that they are engaging in the things that they need. Because when we look at the data with our children, and in particular, our African-American children, our special education children, and our English language learners, their gaps are much larger than our other student groups. And so we need to ensure that we keep that learning going, that we maximize every opportunity that we can. And we're so quick to silence them. Right. We're so quick to silence them. You know, let their minds are exploring and they're making inquiry. As long as it's in a respectful manner, let them inquire and ask questions and have and, and, and answer those questions and allow them to research and find it out. You know, when my kids ask me things, I act like I don't know. You want to know? Go research that. Find out and come back and tell me. I'll act like I don't know. Sometimes for really sad, I don't know. <laughs> and my son used a word when we were watching that movie, Soul. That movie, Soul. Oh, yeah, I love and that he movie. used the word May. May. And I'm like, May? He, I was like, how do you like the movie? He's like, May. And I'm like, okay. Like, it's just something I don't know. Like, how do you spell it? <laughs> But I'm just keeping it real, okay? So with that being said, continue to let their little minds explore and grow because especially at the younger ages, they're still developing and their minds are still developing. And the more we allow that, the more higher level of cognitive domain, which reaches the levels of critical thinking skills that they need, which is a survival skill in the 21st century. Well, never mind the fact that they they can teach us quite a bit. Um, you kind of made me think about a conversation I had just yesterday because um, I picked up a word probably a few years ago from one of my old supervisors. And I was like, well, I'm a word person. So I was like, oh, I like that word. So, you know, I went, I asked because I didn't really know what the word meant. And I was like, I like that word. And so I've shared it with someone else who now uses it more than I I do. One of somebody I work with uses the word all the time, but I'm gonna share the word because that's how we build up. If you remember when we were younger, they used to say that's how you build up your vocabulary. You just kind of, you know, find a new word, start to use it. And I know my husband always he he messes with me, um, and actually my sister in law because we'll use certain words and he'll say, "What does that mean?" And then when you tell him what it means, he said, "Well, why couldn't you just say that? Why do you have to use what he calls the big words?" But one of my new favorite words is actually kerfuffle. Okay. And when I heard my supervisor use it, and I was like, what does that mean? So I looked it up and it means um, chaos, working in chaos. So um, I started to use, you know, use the word here and there, but I love that word. So uh -huh. I think I used it yesterday with my husband. He's like, what? <laughs> I was like, this is how you build your vocabulary too, because you think people get fascinated with words, but once you know the meaning of it, you've uh -huh. just built your vocabulary that easily. And these kids are learning things just from listening, but at least if you talk to them and hear what they're learning, you can kind of gauge what may be good, what may be not, but then they, they can teach us some things. So I love what you're doing um, in the community. I love what you're doing representing um, as Mother of the Year 2022. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And I'm laughing, Lisa, because while I'm doing this, my kids are texting me, when are we having dinner? <laughs> and I'm texting back, you already did. 
You already did. Like <laughs> you already did. And from the 24-year-old down to my youngest. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because moms, moms are always on duty, even when they're live and they're still always on duty. I love it. So, Dr. Tashika, thank you so much for joining You're Luncheon welcome. with Lisa. Um, before we leave here, um, did you want to ask, because I know you do, we have had a couple of conversations about self-care um, and you share some wonderful things. Give you know, share something that you think that moms, not just moms, but specifically moms, since we're kind of ending the month celebrating moms, something that we can do for self-care. Um, because like I've heard you mention before, it's not always about going to get um the massage or you know, getting your toes done and feet done, but you've given some wonderful ideas on how we can just kind of love on ourselves. Can you share any of that before we say goodnight? Absolutely. And I always start off with prioritize what matters the most, right? And that's you because you can't pour from an empty pitcher. You can't pour from an empty pitcher. You can't give if you have nothing to give. And so you have to prioritize what matters the most is you, and you have to set that time aside to ensure that you rest, that you rest. Because I always say, Lisa, that your rest today is gonna empower you tomorrow. That's and right. also acknowledge and acknowledge and know when it is time to hit pause and reset and refresh and replenish yourself. It does not mean that you stop. It just means that you need to take the time to do the things that you need to do for you. Because, you know, so many times, and I'll go back to the word again, that busy, right? That yeah. we just think that busy really means productivity. But I have discovered that there is productivity in rest because my rest gives me strength. It gives me the grace I need to do more in less time. So give yourself permission to rest and give yourself permission to prioritize what matters most. And you can do that right at home. I'll just give, for example, some of the things that I love to do, which you already know that and Michelle Bolden Hammond is on here. So I know she's going to give me some emojis for this one, but I love to take an Epsom salt Dr. Teal's bag. You know, I, I buy the whole set. I buy the, the um, Epsom salt. I buy the bubbles. I buy the lotion. That's right. The Dr. Teal getaway. That's what I call it. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And just sit there and play some music and light some candles. Um, also, um, he, thank you, Cynthia Green, for Marriage Built to Last, who shared with me about the shower aroma therapies, that they're just these little things you put in the shower. I don't start a day or in a night without it. It is so calming and refreshing and things of that nature. Also, how do you start your day? How do you mm -hmm. start your day also determines how you get up early enough that you're not hustling and bustling and trying right. to get everything done. Get up early enough. So if you get up early enough, that means you need to go to bed early enough, right? That's so the hard part. Exactly. <laughs> so get those hours. And we're all still working on it. You, I, I told you my story. My new thing is to get into bed by eight o'clock. So I got two minutes with you left. Lisa. <laughs> so with that being said, get into bed early enough, get your rest and wake up early enough and start off your morning with prayer. Start it off with meditation. Start it off with those quiet times that you need. That's all self-care. Feed your soul and your spirit first before you try to go out and feed somebody else. It's not possible. You have to fill yourself up. And then, of course, one other thing that I love to do, Lisa, I love to just get in my car and just go riding. Where you guys yeah. somebody said, Where are you going? I say, I don't know, but I will keep you posted. <laughs> and just get on the go ride, you know, and take a walk, get some fresh air, breathe in that air. And so those are some of the things that don't even cost you much That's that you right. can just do for yourself to take care of yourself. Michelle also says this all the time: self-care equals self-love, and it's not selfish. And That's so right. I had to get out of that mindset that is this being selfish right now that I put a note on my door and tell my, my family, do not disturb. It. I'm just saying, because they just, you know, they just open my door. It's like, I'm here. <laughs> you know, so right. I got to put some notes on my door around here. I'm just saying. But with that being said, that's right. Self-care equals self-love and it's not selfish. Prioritize what matters the most. Make sure you get the rest that you need and always and take care of yourself the best way possible because you matter and if you don't you won't be able to give to no one else i love it let them know how they can get in touch with you absolutely so you can get in touch with me at um, www the number two the letter e seasons.com um, or tashikagreen.com i'm on social media at tashika l green or phone number 866-475-3178 
Thank you so much. You all, please continue to tune in. Thank you for tuning in. Remember, you can go to www.americanmothers.org um, and become a member of the American Mothers, Inc. Um, so please check them out. Sharon Parker is the president. If you can't remember, then hit up Sharon. And please continue to tune in to Luncheon with Lisa. And thank you so much for your continued support. Um, and um, happy Memorial Day, if I because we won't talk to you till next Thursday. Enjoy your long weekend for those who have one. I am starting mine right now. Yeah. Um, so I will see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Be blessed and well. <laughs>